This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you the second of our flashbacks today. I'm a few minutes later than I thought I'd be because I lost track of the clock. But we're here at any rate, and this is, of course, the eighth game in this awesomely impressive winning streak. You folks are going to get tired of Ken Jennings by the time we're done with this. But I like Ken Jennings, so I'm not going to complain because Ken Jennings... (laughs) so without further ado let's just get into things shall we and we'll start doing that by meeting our contestants this time around we had ethan al and of course ken and this was an interesting one because there were lead changes in the Jeopardy round. Ken barely nabbed the lead back by the end of the round, even though he did find the daily double. Al in particular played very well. Ethan had some problems, but as but still managed to do a good job considering the situation he found himself in. But Ken landed all of the daily doubles actually today. And got them all right. So, yay! But it it wasn't a huge, huge lead. Things could have gone south. By definition, it could have been considered what people like to call a runaway because Ken had more than twice the other guy's score. But, it could have turned out very differently. The reason it could have turned out very differently is because Al was the only one to get Final Jeopardy correct and wagered a huge chunk of money and brought himself up over the $20,000 mark. And yes, Ken had 15 grand more than that, or 18 grand more than that. But Ken missed it. And had Ken not made a small enough, and had Ken made too big of a wager and not made the small wager that he made, yeah, Ken's reign would have stopped at seven wins. But Ken's not an idiot. Ken wasn't an idiot even then. So Ken makes a very small but very confusing wager. And still manages to take the game. You know, it's kind of a night and day difference. This game versus the one we covered earlier in the day. Because the one we covered earlier in the day was total nutso. 
because Ken grabbed it and decided to circumnavigate the universe with it. This one was total nutso because it was so intense. Poor Ethan had a rough time out of it, but he still did a good job considering he was up against two lightning bolts. I'm telling you, if they ever do a second chance and they bring back people from a long time ago, Al would be another good contender. Because of just how well he played. So yeah, it was it was like night and day from the game we covered this morning. I like this being able to spread them out a little bit. And it, it gives me a break so I'm not sitting here recording for an hour and a half, like, or prepping to record for an hour and a half constantly. I'm like, oh my god. Because I'm putting out four of these a day. And that doesn't even count all the other stuff that I do. If I want to put something out on my other podcast, that's another episode. I'm doing a, a YouTube live stream tomorrow. That is also going to require the use of my vocal cords. As you folks know, I have a radio show on Saturdays for three hours. That's also going to require the use of my vocal cords. So if I end up with a sore throat, I think we'll all know why. Because I'm working my voice like crazy right now. So there's that. But we're off topic. And I just want to let you know that if I start sounding like crap, that's why. But yeah, it was it was a good game. I I know I say that a lot, but Every time I say it, it's true, and I'm not just saying it to make contestants feel better if they happen to find this podcast and stumble on their episode. If I say it was a good game, then it was a good game. And at least none of these are as brutal as those ones back in the early part, late spring, early summer, when they were giving some serious Tournament of Champions level material to these poor first-time contestants. So we haven't seen any more of that. To which I say, good. Because that was awful. I mean, you had two days in a row where we had, where there was a contestant who finished in the red at the end of Double Jeopardy. Just because the material was just so insanely difficult. But, I digress. Again. Good, good performance from Ken. Good performance from everybody, really. Even though one of our challengers had a difficult time out of the game. It seemed like they were all having fun, though, so... Yeah. Can't say too much about that. At any rate, I think that's about all I have to say on this particular subject, and I'm going to sign off for another couple of hours. I will probably be back around 5.30. Maybe 6 o'clock? Just to get that done, and then I'll be back at our usual time for the new content for the night, so... That's what you guys, yeah, that's what you guys have to look forward to. So, thank you for tuning in. I will see you a little bit later. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production.